1: And welcome to once again six minutes after four o'clock, and uh, we are ready, armed, and ready to go. It's uh, man, it's been a crazy week all across the country and all of our radio shows, and the uh, the theme, of course, will be COVID nineteen coronavirus. The questions you must have, scratching your head about policies and EI, and the uh, you know this this minefield of ever changing laws and and things you can take advantage of when it comes to your job. If you've been let go, if you've been put on a uh, dismissal or if you've been laid off, I know it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But here's where you want to ask all those questions. The number 604-280-9898. Use the number, make the call now. If not for you, for somebody else who may be in some sort of employment peril, and not sure what to do or you're an employer and uh, again you're just trying to navigate these insane waters that we've never seen before and likely will never see again hopefully in uh, our generation but the phone lines are open leor ready to go 604-280-9898 leor we usually start with a week that was but uh, man as i heard someone say earlier this week uh, what a year this week has been that's how crazy basically is 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 how it's uh how it's going for everybody how are you
2: oh, what, what what a year what a decade this week has been it's uh it's been yeah. intense. It's, it's been scary. Uh, it's just been a, a lot to take. And when it comes to employment law and workplace rights, man oh man, now's the time to really find out your rights, because there's probably been no one that hasn't had their job impacted impacted in some mm-hmm. way, either because you've been laid off temporarily or you're working reduced hours. Or maybe you're in a situation where your employer wants you to work, but you're not feeling comfortable working, you're not feeling safe to work. Well, what do you do in those situations? There's benefits available, EI, and the New Canada Emergency Response Benefit. So I want to talk about all these things. I want to answer all these questions. If you have a question about your job, your employment status, you always have questions. I know because we've been doing this show for years, but when it comes to these current times, we've all been impacted by it. But guess what? Employment law still applies. Employment law, employment rules, they're not suspended just because of this pandemic. So there's still a lot to learn. And if you want to understand what your rights are, what your employer can do, what your severance entitlements are, what happens if your employer doesn't call you back to work, we can talk about all that and much more. So take advantage of the fact that we're here for the next 50 minutes or so and ask those questions. And John I thought I'd start off by by tackling an issue that I've been dealing with quite a bit uh over the past week or so and that is a situation where a, a business is still operating and the employer wants the employee to come in and continue working but there's concerns by the employees many of us would have about should we go to right. work I'm not feeling safe you know I I don't want to catch the virus I'd rather just be home so let's talk just before we start with our calls just about that and kind of explain how that works so right now despite everything going on if a business is operating and allowed to continue operating your employer is allowed to expect you to continue coming to work now obviously there's limits to this so what i mean by that is in a situation where you're uh, uh, you're unable to work because you're sick or you're caring for someone that's sick or maybe you're 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 required to watch your children because there's no school, there's no daycare. Well, then in those situations, you can be off work and you can apply to the various benefits that the government offers. So that is some certainly something that you can do. Now, in other situations, or in a situation when those don't apply, you're not sick, you're 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 not watching your children. In those situations, your employer can expect you to come into work. Your employer. is able to say, come into work. And if you don't, there could be consequences. Now, so what do you do in that situation? If your employer won't allow you to to properly social distance, to properly exercise social Mm -hmm. distancing in the workplace, talk to your employer. And if that doesn't get resolved, you're allowed to engage in a work refusal. You're allowed to say, I'm not going to work. And your employer may be required to call in the Employment Standards Branch to investigate and determine whether the work, in fact, is safe or not. So that's an option you can do. Finally, the last option, if you're really feeling stress and anxiety, talk to your doctor. If your doctor agrees that as a result of your anxiety, you can't work, they can give you a doctor's note that you can be off work. So there's options you can have here, but don't just decide unilaterally, I'm not going to work. If you have questions, reach out to me.
1: You bet, and call now, <laughs> pardon me, or email is also another option. We always throw that out there, help at employmentlawyer.ca, and to uh, reach Leor uh, anytime, 604-283-3123. But for the purpose of this hour, to call now and uh, and get some answers, you know that number, that's 604-280-9898. Use it. would love to talk to you. We'll get to, uh, to Dick. Hey, Dick, thanks for uh, for calling in this afternoon. How are you?
3: I'm okay. I'm, I'm worried about it. We're, we are on a job site where I don't think the government can shut down. And if they do shut it down, how could I ask for my, retar- my uh, separation? Uh, what do you call it? The uh
2: Record of employment. Yeah. Well, if, if they do shut it down, if you're not working because of the situation, your employer is legally required to provide it to you. It's not, you don't even have to ask for it. They're legally required to provide you the record of employment. You can then apply for EI, employment insurance. You can always also apply for the new Canada Emergency Response Benefit. So those that's what you can do. So if you're out of a job, and it may be even a situation where you're not shut down, the job site is not shut down, but your employer decides, that they need to to reduce the workforce. Even in that situation, you get your record of employment, and you can apply for those benefits, Dick.
3: What about the uh, uh, separation agreement? You Sorry, which separation me? agreement? I mean, um, like I've worked for the company for 10 years, so I should get some kind of... Uh, how do you say it? I can't... Just that name just gone out of my mind right now.
2: So you know, if you're... Work- imp- If your employer decides so if your employer is not shut down but your employer decides for for business reasons to let you go or even to lay you off temporarily you can you can decide to pursue severance okay you can decide to pursue your severance entitlements that only happens if your employer decides to lay you off not if they're required to do it by the government but for you and for anyone else if you've been put on a temporary layoff you can accept that layoff or you can treat that as a termination and require the company to pay you your full severance
3: yeah but that's scary if if you're not going to be really laid off like you only laid off because they something this is all screwed up and it is all screwed up uh then
2: like I don't want to burn my bridge you know what I mean Which is why exactly you have the choice to make. You don't have to obviously pursue severance. That is an option. And some people would decide not to. Some people will decide to do it. Keep in mind that some people need that severance because they may not be able to live off EI. They need additional compensation. And one way to get that additional compensation is to get your severance.
1: Dick, appreciate the call, and uh, we'll move on here. Uh, call's for you as well. Bring them on. That's why we're here this hour. We know you have questions about this whole COVID-19 and how it relates to your job, whether you still have one, whether you're hanging on or you've been laid off. This is the time you want to call, man, 604-280-9898. That is the number to, uh, to join the show. Richard, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you?
4: Hey, thank you. Um, okay, question is uh, business owner. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. it, it's not. It's not. A, it's It's a medium-sized, small business um, staffer, obviously laid off. However, last year for personal income, um, we drew uh, only when it made sense uh, through peaks in business, through the shareholders loan. Uh, I've only been on payroll since March 1st, back on payroll. And obviously business has dramatically shifted, but I don't know how I would go about claiming for the personal side of my income with my situation.
2: So, But you have been earning income even prior to that, is that right?
4: I was but it wasn't it was through shareholders draw for example 2019 there's no keep four on record 2018 there is 2019 I took income from the business on a consistent basis but it wasn't through payroll it was through draws
2: right no I, I understand so, so yeah. the good news is that in order to uh, Uh, To qualify for the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, uh, you need to have had income of five thousand dollars in the in the year prior, and and those amounts that you mentioned that through as the shareholders would count. Okay, so they do. Okay, they would count. So because of that, you would be able to qualify for the uh, for the CRB benefit. So you should apply uh, whether now or when it becomes relevant to you, and you will be able to qualify.
4: Now, how do you? It's it, it's easier to prove with a record of employment. How how do you how do you go about proving shareholders' draw?
2: So here's the reality here. The reality that's going to be pretty much on the uh, on the honor system. So they're going to ask okay. you, have you earned five thousand dollars? Click here for yes. Click here for no. Now, when you do your taxes, okay, that's when the, the uh, you know when you actually file your tax returns. That's when they'll, they'll investigate more, but you would have had income, and based on what the, uh, the government has described as qualifying income, that should count. But for a purpose of applying, it's pretty much going to be the honor system. You're not going to even be able to prove it. They have to process these things quickly within a day, so it's going to be the honor system.
1: We are back. Indeed, it is 4:18. Uh, Plenty of time for you to call through, ask your questions about your job. Uh, Hyper focused it has been lately, uh, Leor, and COVID-19 and the coronavirus. But that's okay. That's why we're doing the show because it is murky waters indeed for everybody, uh, including everybody who's got a job for that matter, right? Patrick, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging on through the break. Good afternoon. How are you?
5: Yeah, good. Thank you. I, I'm a, I'm not neither an employer or an employee. I work. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an individual. Work for myself and I, I i just i mean i'm i'm okay i don't have to worry but um i hear a lot of people talking about severance packages and, and uh how are they going to get blood from a stone these companies aren't making any money uh they have to put food on their table for their own family you think they're going to want to pay a
2: twenty thousand dollar severance package so, Patrick, yeah. the the point here is not whether they're going to want to, right? The point is that, that there's laws that require that to happen. And I don't decide what the law is. I don't decide whether a company should or should not. Uh, I'm not even giving an opinion. It, it's simply what the law is. And Fair if enough. the law says in certain situations you have to pay severance, then they have to pay it. Now, obviously, if there's a bankruptcy situation, you're right. You cannot get blood from a stone. But certain employees have the same issues and concerns and if a company chooses to run a business and employ people, they have to ab- uh, abide by employment laws for good and for bad and a company is able to, to eliminate some of those obligations with an employment agreement. If they have not, they, ca- they have to abide by the law and I hear you. I'm a business owner myself. I've had these considerations as well, mm-hmm. but you know, I have to abide by the law and so does everyone else that's an employer.
5: Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to keep running your company you're basically going to have to pay the people, and that's all there is to it. Browser you're company right. goes bankrupt, yeah. You're okay.
2: right, and, and for good or bad. And, and, but that is a concern, for Patrick, for business owners, and, and I'm I, I, with you, and I'm with them as well. Uh, and you know, a lot of people want to continue working, so there's going to be a balance here, and, and there's going to be a, a, a different situations, but your concern is
1: a valid one.
5: Yeah, okay, thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate the uh, the call. It's uh, 604-280-9898 to take your calls as well. we got lots of lines open and plenty of time to take them. If you have concerns, stress, and anxiety about the job market, about your uh, your job, possibly you're already the ones that's that's been laid off, you're not sure, do I have to do this, do I have to accept it? Call, get some information. That's why we do the show each and every week, even more important now. Margaret, uh, thank you for hanging on this afternoon. How are you?
6: I'm good, thanks. Thanks for
1: taking my call. You bet.
6: Um, I just have a question. So our company has laid off uh, about a hundred people, and those of us that were lucky enough to not be laid off, they've taken we've taken a rollback in our salary, and that was about a week or so ago. And now they the company put a, a memo out saying that they're not going to be contributing to our, our RRSPs. Like they they match an our RRSP contribution, and I'm I'm just curious if I said no to that, um, can they let me go? Am I entitled to severance or what happened? Great
2: question. Yep. So. So, so they're not going to match RSP. I get that. And you said they've they've also done something to your salary.
6: Yes, they did a rollback of um, anywhere between five and twenty five percent.
2: So, the the RSP alone, in and of itself, probably doesn't necessarily get you to the point of being able to require the company to pay you severance. It's a change, absolutely, but it's probably not a significant enough change mm-hmm. on its own to be a constructive dismissal. That said, if we combine that to a reduction in salary, then yeah, you're, you're absolutely in constructive dismissal territory. So just like with any other constructive dismissal, once a company changes the terms of employment, you have a choice and you have options. The first option is you can obviously accept this, continue working and, and hope that at some point when the company is doing better, when we're out of this pandemic, They'll, they'll fix things, they'll they'll bring things back to the way they were, and you continue on. That is hopefully something that will happen. The other option, though, is to say, no, I'm not accepting this, I'm not okay with this, don't do it. And if they do it anyway, you can then treat this as a constructive dismissal, leave, and require the company to pay you your severance, Margaret. Now, let me also give you a sense of what, for you, what that severance could look like. How long have you been with this company? 25 years. So I can... You know, I don't even have to ask you the next question. I was going to ask you after 25 years, you're probably going to be looking at somewhere between 20 to 24 months of pay, 20 to 24 months of severance. That's what you'd be owed here. So those are your options. If your pay has been reduced 10%, whatever it is, 25%, even you said, and and this RSP, they they're not matching anymore you can choose to treat that as a constructive dismissal and pursue severance or not, or you can simply continue working. That option is yours, but you have a small window only to make that decision. You'd have a few weeks tops, and then you'd you'd be deemed to have accepted this new reality. So what are your thoughts on that, Margaret?
6: Well, when when I questioned it to pass on to other employees, they told me we had to let them know that day. Whether or not well, we were good with it or not good with
2: it. And, and if I, you're not good with it, what happens? What, what did they say happens? They
6: said you can take layoff.
2: Well, what I'm telling you, if you're not good with it, you don't have to do that. you can just simply pursue your severance. so and, and if you even if you didn't tell them then, I'm telling you now that you can still make that decision. You still have a window probably for the next week or two to make the decision whether you want to pursue a constructive dismissal. That window hasn't closed. So if that's what you want to do, if that's what you decide, let's you and I connect off air and I'll help you do that. But it, it obviously, it's, it's once you make that decision one way or the other, there's no going back.
6: Perfect. All right. I'll, uh, I can get a hold of you um, at your office give- or online, right?
1: Yep. Exactly. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you right now. Mark That contact information: 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123. You want to reach out through email? No problem. Help at employment lawyer. Still got some time. The uh, the number 9898 You know it by now. That's how you get your questions answered right here on the show. Robert, you are uh, you are up next. How are you, fella?
7: I'm doing great, guys. Um, you know, I'm really really excited about your company. Um, I've sent someone. You know, they've been very satisfied with the help they got. So here's my story, quickly. I'm I'm in my seventies, early seventies, and I work for a company that has chosen not to shut down yet. The the my my um my job entails being in close proximity to uh, people less than the physical distances distance mm-hmm. that's required. Um, So about two weeks ago, I I had a headache to start off with, and I was unsure whether or not that could have been a symptom. So I opted to self-isolate. And now, uh, since I've been off, um, I've heard that they are either planning to lay some people off and keep some people, but nobody has given me a call to indicate what their intentions are with regards to my situation. But my primary interest is I have a compromised immune system, and I feel that my, my position is unsafe to function.
2: So here's what you do, as I was saying earlier, the best advice I can give you if the business is otherwise operating legally is right. honestly speak to your doctor. Speak to your doctor, have your doctor provide you with a note saying you cannot work at this time. Once you right. have that note, you're allowed to be off. They can't say, well, too bad, you didn't show up for work, so we're letting you go. No, they cannot right. do that. So you need that protection. Now, the other thing you want to do is you you want to reach out to them and see if, if, if you can ask them about what your status is right now. You're on a leave, but are they planning to lay you off? Or are they not? If at some point they do lay you off, just as I was telling a previous caller, you can accept right. that layoff and go back to work when, when they call you back, or you can right. treat that as a termination and get severance. But Got as it. a first step, I would speak to your doctor. I wouldn't wait on this. Get a doctor's note, and that protects you. Got it, man. Thanks. That was uh, very, very reasonable information. I thank you so
1: much, guys. It is uh, 433. Yeah, make your phone calls here. Of course, we'll take all types of employment questions as we have done for years on the show, but there is a a super intense focus on COVID-19 and the coronavirus, how it is affecting your workplace and you as either an employer, self-employed for that matter, or someone who's got a job who's just either been laid off because of this or looking at a layoff. Possibly there's uh, rumblings in your workplace and man, you're scared. You got anxiety. You're not sure what it means. That's why we're here. Call the number 604-280-9898. Get some answers and uh, a little peace of mind, at least on a Sunday afternoon. Get to uh, to Paulo here. Paulo, thank you so much for hanging on through that break. How are you?
5: Good, uh, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I won't keep you long here. Um, yeah, my question is I'm possibly looking at maybe needing a doctor's note, but I'll explain my situation. I'm a ready-mix truck driver and our smaller companies chosen to stay open. Um, I guess they've tried to make some provisions to keep that safe distance and sanitary stuff, uh, but I just don't feel safe there. Um, my partner works in healthcare, and I've chosen voluntarily not to go back to work, and because of this, um, yeah, I just want to know where I'm at. My employer called me last week saying, oh, you know, we've done this and that, and uh, to make things safer, and you're you're in your truck, it's your own space, and I'm like, no, I'm going to watch where things go and just monitor this progress of COVID-9. So, yeah, that's kind of my question to you guys. I, I know they're going to submit my um, payroll, and uh, they said ROE on Tuesday of this week, but I don't know what they're going to code it. So I'm not super worried, but I'm just wondering if you can sort of uh, shed mm-hmm. some light on that.
2: So, Paul, I mean, you probably is, uh, there probably is reason to be worried. They may well put in on, on the code that you've resigned. So, so here's what you need to understand that even with, with the virus, even in a situation where you're, you're feeling unsafe, and I get it. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't feel unsafe, right? But even mm-hmm. in those situations, in most times, you are required to go to work if your, your employer wants you to, if the business is still operating. So mm-hmm. there has to be a, a specific reason tied to the virus, such as you have symptoms, uh, you're, you're caring for, for, for children, uh, you, you've come back from, uh, from abroad and you have to be uh, under quarantine for a while. If those things apply, then obviously you don't have to go to work. If they don't apply, then you do have to. So, oh, I think we lost Paulo.
1: That's okay. I'm sure he's, uh, I'm sure he's listening continue so I'll
2: continue so so the best way to deal with that, Paulo, as I was saying to a, a, a previous caller, is you have to get a doctor's note if you get a doctor's note saying you cannot work, uh, health reasons, stress anxiety, what have you I'm not a doctor like i said i I'm just a lawyer, so I'm not going to say what the doctor should should put in the note that's up for the doctor. But if the doctor agrees and believes you shouldn't work, he provides you with the note, then you're allowed to be on a medical leave. Then you can also apply for EI medical benefits, which will pay you for up to 15 weeks. But right now, my concern is that they will issue a record of employment saying that you've resigned, and if you've resigned, then you're not entitled to severance, you're not entitled to EI, you're not entitled to the new uh, Canada uh, Emergency Response Benefit, not a good thing. So before that happened, I think you said... Uh, On Tuesday, they're going to give you the record of employment. Before that happens, you want to get a doctor's note. So if you can, see if you can get one tomorrow on Monday. Get them that note, and that protects you. And if they still say that you've resigned despite you giving them that note, you reach out to me and I'll deal with it. So it's very important for you, Paulo, and for everyone else listening, that despite everything going on, and I, I, I get the stress, I feel it too, but despite that, You still have to go to work if your employer says, come to work. Again, unless there's a reason such as symptoms, caring for someone, you have to be in self-isolation, all those things. Yeah, you don't have to go to work in those situations. Other than that, you may have to. And if you don't, there has to be a reason and getting a doctor's note could help.
1: 604-280-9898 is that number to call through and ask your questions here for the remainder of the show. Please do, please use it. It'll uh, separate some of the clouds that are hanging over your head for sure in this uh, unforeseen and never seen before era that we're in for the uh, for hopefully the short term, not too much longer. You did mention there on your uh, your volley of options for Paulo that the uh, the new Canadian Emergency uh, uh Response bit of the CERB. Uh qualification, how does that work? Who qualifies? So the, the purpose of this benefit is to try to give as
2: many people as possible some compensation so people can live, people right. can can pay their bills. So it applies to a broad category of people, even those people that normally would be nowhere near uh, able to qualify for EI, uh, employment insurance. So the, the CRB benefits, are, first of all, it applies to employees. Standard situation, you may have lost your job or you've been laid off temporarily. It applies to people that are ill and because of that they can't work and they're under quarantine because of the virus. So you can apply for that benefit. Uh, you can uh, apply for if you're caring for someone that is ill with the virus. So uh, mm-hmm. if you're uh, caring for a family member, a child, etc. And because of that you can't work, you can apply for the benefit. Uh, if you have children, you have to care for them because there's no school, there's no daycare, then you apply for the benefit. It also applies to self-employed individuals that now don't have income, so those individuals also can apply. Now, here's the problem, John. It, it actually doesn't apply, apply to a wide category of people, and okay. that's those people that are, are still working but are making a lot less money. So if you're now working, whether you're an employer or self-employed, and instead of uh, making I don't know a thousand bucks a week you're now reduced to a hundred bucks a week you can't apply for this benefit so Ugh. that is a, a big issue and I hope that they realize they made that mistake and, and they fixed that so that people can apply even in those situations because you can't live off a hundred dollars uh, so if your your pay has been reduced significantly you should still be able to apply for the benefit but if, if, as long as you weren't $5,000 over the year and as long as you're uh, uh, losing your job or your compensation has been impacted by the virus, you can apply for that benefit.
1: 604-280-9898. Excellent information there. Uh, Dennis, you're up next. Good afternoon. How are you?
0: Very good. Thank you. Is uh, Lee sure. are online?
1: I'm yes, here. he is. Go ahead.
0: Oh, hi! I was talking to you last week. Uh, I'm self-employed. Uh, I've been doing this business for many years, and this one particular client represents seventy percent of my business. Right. Yep. right. Um, they've. Uh, I asked for a record of employment because they said uh, they would have to uh, cut me off. There was no work to to uh, to to continue, and uh, so I asked for a record of employment. They said no, they couldn't do that because. Uh, I'm not a salaried employer, an employee rather. Um, But I just double-checked that percentage again, and uh, yeah, I've I've got about uh, three major clients, but uh, that particular client represents 70% of my business. Hmm.
2: So so here's the thing, you're probably not an employee, so they can't issue a record of employment, you're probably what we call a dependent contractor. A dependent contractor is someone that's not an employee. They are independent, but they earn a lot of their income from one particular client. They're financially dependent on that client. So what happens in a situation like that, if they end the relationship with you, they have to pay you severance as if you are an employee. So that's what's at stake here. It's not about Mm -hmm. a record of employment. It's about Mm -hmm. getting you severance. Now, how long have you worked with this client?
0: Uh, well, they bought the business about eight years ago. I'd worked a couple of years for that same company prior to, but it was sold, so... Uh, so even, uh, even
2: if you're there for eight years, you're probably still going to be looking at up to ten months of pay that they would owe you, potentially even a bit more, depending on your specific role and, and your age as well. So that's mm-hmm. what's at stake. They're not going to give you a record of employment, Dennis. It's simply no. a question of severance. So what I want you to do is, now that mm-hmm. we've spoken again on the air, I want you to reach out to me at the office, call or email. John uh, here is going to give you my contact information. Let's
1: talk about this
2: out there, and let me help you get that severance. Thank you. Appreciate Dennis, that.
1: appreciate the call back. Yeah, you're, uh, you're very welcome. And thank you for calling back. Because it, uh, that, that little segment just cleared up a lot of things for a lot of people who may be in that dependent contractor position who are now out of work. It applies the same as far as severance is concerned for them as well. So thank you for uh, for calling back. Dennis, 604 283 3123 is that number uh, that you can use. The email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And you still got some time here. We are still taking your calls. It is, uh, it's a busy time, it's a crazy time uh, with the likes of COVID 19 this coronavirus and no immediate end in sight employers are all over this they're uh, sending out layoffs and hey man they're trying to protect themselves as well as should you how do you do that you know the employment law and you call the show and find out that's how you do it uh alicia thank you for uh, for hanging on the line how are you good how are you doing good what's uh what's your concern
6: um i just have a quick question if you are a self-employed business owner and you pay yourself via dividends are you eligible for any of the employment um, insurance that's being up for? Hmm. I don't know, whatever, like any of so the. So uh, the, the, the,
2: the the benefit you were talking about is the Canada yeah, the Emergency Response right, Benefit, thank you. right? Yeah, right. So so right. Uh, the government actually hasn't yet defined what self-employment means and who is, in their eyes, considered to be self-employed for the purpose of this benefit. They have to issue some regulations, which hopefully will allow us to find out more. As I currently understand this, okay, Alicia, based on how it's been described to me, yes, you should qualify. Even if you're paying yourself through through dividends, you're self-employed. It's a very common way that self-employed individuals pay themselves. So yes, I don't see any reason based on how this has been described that you wouldn't qualify. We should know for sure in the next day or two when some more information is released. But but that's my understanding. Uh, and, and if things change, obviously we'll 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 let everyone know, and and we'll also you know get an announcement from from the government. But that is my understanding.
6: So would that still be, like you said to another caller, that you would require a doctor's note stating why you're unable to be working at at this time, or no. does that fall into a different category?
2: No, you 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 would you if in fact you're you're not earn able to work and earn income at this point then you would yes. you would fill out the application with for the CRB saying that you cannot work because the the uh, economy hits that uh, the, the hits of the economy that are taken by the virus and that's right. all you really would need to qualify and that would pay oh, you uh, $2000 a month for up to 4 months
6: okay and then does that if you are in um, the ownership with another individual like there's two of us that are owners would that apply for both the owners, obviously?
2: Correct. Yes, it would apply for both of you. Yes.
6: Okay, great. All right. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks, Alicia. Appreciate that. And uh, carry on and good luck. The phone number is 604-280-9898 to uh, call into the show and uh, get your questions answered. Al, you're up next. Good afternoon.
5: Good afternoon. Hi,
1: Al. Good. Um, What's up?
5: Yeah. Well, I'm a self-employed hairdresser in Abbotsford, and I... I rent a chair at $700 a month, and salon is closed down. What do
2: I qualify for? So you you would uh, this your situation is exactly the type of a situation where you would qualify for the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, the, the CERB benefit. Uh, you would apply for it. You can do that online. You can do it over the phone. I think starting April the sixth, uh, you can do that. It's it's supposed to be a quick process, and you sh- you're supposed to get paid within days. Uh, up to two thousand dollars a month. Not up to actually two thousand dollars a month for up to four months. So you would not qualify for EI because you're not an employee, likely, but uh, you would qualify for the CERB benefit, Al. Okay. Thank you.
1: No problem. Thanks, Al. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. Thank you uh, for calling in. It's 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 a really busy show, man. Let me. I I had a couple of questions uh, lined up as far as the COVID nineteen stuff is concerned. So as we uh, wait for some more calls by the way 604-280-9898 can your employer force you to stay home a lot of people are saying they don't want to come to work whether they've got a sick note or not they just we had a couple of calls saying that you know I don't feel good about work I feel like I might be in danger but can your employer now force you to stay home so
2: if we're talking about the employer forcing you to stay home unpaid uh, that's one thing. If your employer says, "Well, stay home. I'll pay you," or "Stay home and work from home," obviously your employer can do that. Ah. So, you, so, so your employer can certainly, uh, you know, frankly, as long as your employer pays you, they can pretty much do whatever they want in terms of whether you work, whether you don't work. Uh, so that's fine. But if your employer says, "I, I, I decide you're not coming in," whether it's because they think you shouldn't because maybe they think you're more susceptible uh, or maybe because they don't have enough work for you or whatever reason. If they say don't come in and they don't pay you, no, they don't have a right to do that. As long as the business is operating, even if the business is struggling, Mm -hmm. legally, your employer cannot do that. If your employer does that, you can accept it and you can apply for the benefits available, either EI or the CERB benefit, or you can treat that as a constructive dismissal. Uh, and you know we had uh, a caller on a previous show saying that their employer says don't come in to work because you're 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 60 years old and we think that at 60 yeah. years old you, you're you're more susceptible to uh, to the virus So anyone over 60 is not going to come in. That's a human rights violation. That's illegal, and of course that's also a constructive dismissal. So no, your employer cannot just decide not to pay you, not to mm-hmm. have you work, even if there's a legitimate business reason you still have the right to treat that as a constructive dismissal.
1: Got some time for uh, more phone calls here. Luke, thank you for uh, for hanging on the line. How are you today? Good, thanks. Uh, Go ahead.
8: Uh, i would previously been employed and was laid off, uh, and since have been subsisting uh, uh, by invoicing my time uh, to a, a friend who has been good enough to pay me, but he stands not to be working uh, being able to earn too much uh, through his business anymore. Thus, uh, I don't have any arrangements Them, him. Uh, I've got some records of employment over the last... How long is a record of employment good for? I mean, is there a statute of limitations
2: on that in terms of what I've contributed? So the record of employment would have been with the previous company, the, the, not, not the, your friend that's currently helping Correct. you. When, when did that happen? When did you lo- leave that job? November. In November, And why did you not apply for EI? I did. Oh, okay. And did you qualify? Uh, I never went through the submission uh, of the reports
8: uh, sufficiently uh, of the income that I had in the interim to... Uh, uh, to well, I didn't, didn't submit any reports, so I never got any payments, so I didn't, wasn't able to... I've never been on, on, on any kind of EI before, and I don't know how it works.
2: I understand, no, but, but no. The, the fact that you submitted the application is good news because okay. you, you kind of crystallized your entitlements. You, if you don't apply, you lose the right to apply. So yes, you should be able to now revive that application. So you have to contact the EI office. Good luck with that. Unfortunately, it's going to be sure. some time, some waiting just because you can imagine there's literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people doing that right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I get it. But yes, you, you can, you're still fine. You, you'll still be able to qualify for, for EI. And I would get on that as soon as possible. Now, because you've already put in an application for, well, you put it in then, you actually potentially can apply right now for the, the CERB benefit, because you've been working uh, for or most recently, and now you're not working because of the fact that there's the virus, and you've earned $5,000 presumably over the last year. So because of that, you would also qualify for the CERB benefit, which is $2,000 a month for four months. I mean, I can
8: keep working on meaningless, uh, not meaningless, but relatively speaking, in the industry that I work in, uh, meaningless things that don't contribute anything other than,
3: (laughs) uh,
8: okay, what point here, like, I'm not going to get a check at some point, that's the difference, like, I can keep invoicing time, but I'm not going to get a check, like, at what point am I entitled or aren't I entitled? You're, You're entitled
2: right now. You're entitled right now, and you can apply, you can revive that. What I would do is I would go back to EI and revive that application, find out from them what you need to do to, to start getting paid. Presumably, they'll want you to file these these regular reports. But, yes, you can apply and you can receive EI because you already put in your application back, I guess, in November when you left that previous job.
1: Luke, appreciate your time and uh, appreciate the call as well. Moving on to Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Good afternoon. Hi, Hi, go ahead.
8: Um, Yeah, so I'm calling because um, my husband is currently working as a truck driver and I'm on mat leave and I'm immunocompromised. So we don't exactly feel comfortable with my husband continuing to work, but because uh, his employer is still asking that he come in, are we um, able to claim anything or do we have any rights in the situation?
2: So here's the the problem is that even in this situation, clearly you are immunocompromised. There, you don't fall under the categories uh, that allow you to apply to the New Canada Emergency Response Benefit because you don't have the virus, thankfully. Uh, so so because of that, uh, your your husband's not required to care for you in that situation. So the best bet, uh, so you can so he can be off work and get some compensation. As I said to a previous caller, is to speak to the to his doctor to get a, a, if the doctor feels that he should be off work, again, that's up to the doctor, not to me. But if the doctor feels that he should be off work to get the doctor to say that, give that note to his employer. That does two things. Number one, it allows him to be off work legally. So he can't be disciplined by his employer because he's legally off work. And number two, it would allow him to apply for EI sickness benefits, which could pay him for up to 15 weeks. So, but he needs okay. that doctor's note. If he simply decides not to go into work because he, he feels it's unsafe, even though I probably agree with him that it is unsafe, his employer could potentially let him go without compensation and your, your husband would not be able to be entitled to any benefit. So that's not a good option. So he needs yeah. to speak with a doctor as soon as possible uh, and go from there. Uh, and I would
1: not wait on that at all.
6: I see. Okay, great. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Danielle. Appreciate the call and your time. Please uh, follow up with us after uh, things happen. If you would, 604-283-3123, by the way, is a number. Final thoughts before we, uh, we're done for the day, pal. What do you think? I know it's been a crazy week and will continue to be so for you and everybody at the firm, even though you're all working at home, right? It, things
2: will get better and, and we know that they will and here in bc you know that we, we've heard some optimism about the slowdown on the virus so we hope that this won't be much longer but for those impacted mm-hmm. your work remember there are still employment laws the laws we always talk about on the show every week still apply here in this pandemic in this situation. Constructive dismissal, uh, reduction in pay, severance. All those rules apply. If you want to have a question, if you do have a question about your job, show's over now. I'm still here, not going anywhere. Send me an email. Call me. Happy to answer as many questions as possible. These are difficult times, but
1: we'll get through them together done for another afternoon. Appreciate all of your time listening, reaching out. Yeah, like we said, 604-283-3123. You can go to help at employmentlawyer.ca for the email. Go to covidrights.ca for more details or always pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Stay safe. Keep that physical distance happening as long as we need to. We can do this together as long as we keep apart, right? We'll catch you next time right here on the Employment Law Show (laughs) on CKNW.